0: much for coming today. It is lovely to see you all. My name is Randy. I'm one of the pastors here. Today we start a new series. The series is called Restored. We've been talking in Imago Dei about God's image in us and how God's image through uh, the sin that we all share has broken us. It's tainted us. But God restores us. In this series, we're going to look at the prophets Hosea, Joel, and Amos. The next three weeks are on Hosea. Now, how many of you can remember a television show called WKRP in Cincinnati? Raise your hands, yeah. And you'll recognize up here Les Nessman. Les was the newscaster on WKRP. WKRP is a uh, fictional radio station bridging from easy listening music to the devil's music, rock and roll. Les was the hard hitting news anchor of WKRP, bringing on a daily basis reports on hog prices in Southwestern Ohio, you see him here with the Silver Sow Award. (laughs) Now, Les was a short fellow, he's kind of a skinny fellow, a little bit of of an introvert. And in one particular episode, he meets someone who's come to date the receptionist of the radio station. He's a tall man, he's he's a a bodybuilder, very obviously. Very athletic. And Les finds out that his name is Steel. So Les says to this young fellow, Steel, is it? Yeah. Steel Hawthorne. Les says, hmm, it's a nice name. Steel says, thanks. I like to think that a person's name says a lot about the type of person he is. What was your name again? (laughs) Les. Now, 50 years later, I remember that. The point is, names are important. And we're going to find that out this morning in the opening story of the book of Hosea. Now, Hosea, Joel, and Amos are all written at about the same time. They're written during the reign of a king called Jeroboam II. Jeroboam II was actually a pretty good king. He reigned for about 40 years. Israel grew larger than it ever was before and that it ever would be again. There was incredible prosperity during Jeroboam II's reign. During his reign, there was, there was peace. There was prosperity. Things were good, but not according to Hosea. Hosea looked at the king. Hosea looked at Jeroboam second, and he said there is a serious, serious problem here. All during Jeroboam's reign and at the end of his reign, Israel was dedicated not to the Lord God, but to the God Baal. Hosea said, that's wrong. That should not be. So the Lord came to Hosea. And he had a very unusual request. When the Lord began speaking to Israel through Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, go and marry a prostitute. Now let that sink in. Think of that. The Lord said to Hosea, go and marry a prostitute so that some of her children will be conceived in prostitution. This will illustrate how Israel has acted like a prostitute by turning against the Lord and worshiping other gods. The Lord said to Hosea, Hosea, you're not only to carry my message, you are to live my message. Your life is to be a metaphor of what Israel is doing to me. And Israel is prostituting herself to another God. So go marry a prostitute. Can you imagine what Hosea went through? He married a woman that he knew was a prostitute. Anytime he came home and his wife didn't happen to be there, what do you think he was going to think? So Hosea married Gomer, the daughter of Diblaim. She became pregnant and she gave Hosea a son. Then the Lord said, okay, name your son Jezreel. Now, Jezreel was the name of a valley in Israel. The valley of Jezreel has an interesting history. A couple of months ago, we we spoke about the book of Judges. And in the book of Judges, Gideon fought against the Midianites and won Israel's independence from the Midianites in the Valley of Jezreel. But about a hundred years later, the Valley of Jezreel was where Israel's first king, King Saul, was killed by the Philistines. Fast forward about another hundred years, and there is a king, King Ahab, an evil king. The Lord comes to another, a general of Ahab's army named Jehu, and says, I am anointing you as king. But to become king, you need to kill Ahab. So Jehu goes. And he kills King Ahab. Now, the king of the neighboring country, Judah, happened to be there with King Ahab. So Jehu killed the king of Israel as well. Then Jehu killed the royal officials of King Ahab. And then he killed King Ahab's family, so there could be no other who would claim to be king. He leaves the palace and he finds some other people dressed in royal clothing. He says, who are you? And they said, we are the sons of the king of Judah, the neighboring nation to the south. So Jehu kills them as well. Second Kings gives us, by Name and category, 115 people that Jehu killed, that he murdered that day. But it doesn't stop there. Second Kings tells us that he also killed Ahab's family and his friends and his servants and his home priests. By the time you had everything up, there were probably a thousand murders committed in the Jezreel Valley. So God says to Hosea, name your child Jezreel. For I'm about to punish King Jehu's dynasty to avenge the murders he committed at Jezreel. In fact, I'll bring an end to Israel's independence. I'll break its military power in the Jezreel Valley. The Lord says to Hosea, name your child, name your firstborn son after a national tragedy. A thousand murders committed in one day. It's like naming your child Columbine or 9-11. This is a strange family. Gomer gets pregnant again. Soon Gomer became pregnant. She gave birth to a daughter. The Lord said to Hosea, name your daughter Loruhamah. Not loved. For I'll no longer show love to the people of Israel or forgive them. The Lord says to Hosea, Name your daughter, Daddy Doesn't Love You. Can you imagine that? This child growing up with the name, Daddy Doesn't Love You. So you're going to high school, you see a cute girl off in the corner, you go up, Hey, how you doing? My name's Randy, what's your name? Daddy doesn't love me. That's a conversation ender, isn't it? What a very strange family. And yet there's a reason for it. Hosea was living out Israel's reality. And the Lord's patience was drawing to a close. The Lord was saying... I'm done with you. I've had it. Here I've done everything for you. And you're off worshiping Baal, saying it's Baal that's done those things for you. Gomer gets pregnant again. So Gomer became uh, pregnant. She weaned Loruhamah. And she gave birth to a second son. And the Lord said, name him Loami, not my people, for Israel is not my people. I am not their God. Hosea has a second son. And he calls him, not my son. (laughs) Now think about it. Gomer's profession is a prostitute. She is going out living in prostitution. It is very possible, maybe even probable, that this child is not Hosea's child. But to name your son, not mine. Wow. And yet the Lord says, You're no longer my people. I'm gonna start calling you Loami. Not my people. Not mine. So there is Hosea and his three children. Columbine. Daddy doesn't love me. And you're not my son. A couple of weeks ago I was watching the Adams family. Family Values, the second movie. Near the end of the movie, Uncle Fester meets a girl. He says, what's your name? And she says, my name is Dementia. It means insanity. And he says, my name is Fester. It means to rot. (laughs) These are Adams Family type names. Columbine, Daddy doesn't love me, not my son. And we look at these names and we think, holy cow, what would it be like to grow up with a name like that? And yet, they did. So the inevitable ultimately happens. The Lord says to Hosea, now bring charges against Israel. Bring charges against Gomer, your wife. Bring charges, children, against your mother. She's no longer my wife. I'm no longer her husband. Hosea divorces Gomer. Throws her out of the house. She's gone. She's been guilty of infidelity, she's been guilty of adultery, she's been guilty of greed and so much more. And you read that and you think, okay, well that's the end of that. This is a very short book (laughs) and a very strange book. Hosea has divorced Gomer. But that's not the end of the story. Because you see, Hosea also bears a name. Do you know what Hosea's name means? It's a variation of the name Joshua. Joshua back in the Old Testament led Israel into the promised land. His name means God saves. The other Joshua we have in Scripture is in the New Testament. Jesus. Jesus is the Greek pronunciation of the Galilean pronunciation of the Hebrew name Joshua. God saves. And so God comes to Hosea. God saves. And he says, Hosea, live up to your name. God says, I will win Israel back to myself. God says, I will win her back once again. I'll lead her into the desert. I'll speak tenderly to her there. Then the Lord goes to Hosea and he says, find your wife, love her again. The Lord said to me, go and love your wife again even though she's committed adultery with another lover. That'll illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them. So Hosea goes out and he finds his ex-wife, Gomer. She is being sold into slavery. Her pimp, what other word is there, Is done with her too. And so he's selling her as a slave. Hosea finds her. He buys her back for the price of a slave. 15 pieces of silver. Some barley, some animals. Hosea buys her back and he glues together the broken pieces of his ex-wife. He takes her into his home again. He remarries her. And he starts all over. But it doesn't stop there. Hosea calls his children to him. He says, first of all, in that day, I'll answer, says the Lord. I'll answer the sky as it pleads for clouds, and the sky will answer the earth with rain. The earth will answer the thirsty cries of the grain, the grapevines and the olive trees. Hosea speaks from God to Israel and from himself to his former wife. This kind of bleeds together. They in turn will answer Jezreel. Hosea takes his oldest son. He says, yeah, I named you after a national tragedy, Jezreel. But your name actually carries a meaning as well. Your name means God sows, God plants. At that time, I'll plant a crop of Israelites and raise them for myself. He looks at his daughter Loruama. Daddy doesn't love me. And he says, I'll show love to you. You used to be called Loruama. But I'm going to show you love. Then he looks at his second son, Loami. To those I called not my people, I'll say, now, you are. My people. They'll reply, Daddy. He goes to Jezreel and he says, You know what? Your name actually means that God plants. I'm going to keep calling you Jezreel, but not because of the national tragedy, because of the meaning of your name, because of the significance of of what we've called you. I'm going to call you Renee. You know what Renee means? Rebirth. I'll call you Renee because you're reborn in my family today. He looks at his daughter, Loruama, Daddy doesn't love me, and he says, I'm going to call you Amy. Do you know what Amy means? My beloved. You will see and hear and feel my love for you from today on. He goes to his son, Loami. Not my son. Not my people. He says, I'm going to name you Reuben. You know what the name Reuben means? It means, look, a son. I'm going to take you and recognize you as my son. Today, I choose you to be my son. Now, try for a moment to put your name, put yourself, in the place of one of these children. For years, they have borne names that they hated. They hated the names that they were given. I think they probably hated the father that gave them to them, but that father comes to them and he says, I restore you. I'm going to do something new in you. I'm going to love you like you've never felt love before. I will recognize you as my children. Hosea goes to his kids and he tells them that. He goes to his wife and he restores his wife. God goes to Israel and says, no, you don't deserve it, but I restore What does all this mean for us? Well, what it means is that as we attempt to be Jesus in every corner of our world, we will fail. And we're going to try. And we're going to do a lot of good. And we're going to succeed a lot. But sooner or later, we're going to mess up. We're going to fail. The old, tarnished image of God, that brokenness that we all carry inside us, is going to shine through. As we attempt to be Jesus... In every corner of our world, we will fail. But you know what? He will restore. That's what his name is. God saves. God restores Jesus. That's what he does. I don't know where you are this morning you may be feeling the failures of this past week as you have attempted to live, love, and go like Jesus. God is here today to restore you. Thanks for tuning in to the New Hope Church Podcast.